0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special election edition of The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio, the night before election night, is my co-host, James Muncy.
1: Man, how are you doing? Good afternoon. This is a weird time to be in the
0: studio. Yeah, so for those of you that are getting us live right now, you're getting us live... Primarily on Facebook on the video feed, um, but we're recording it here right before election for a very specific reason. But you may be catching it later on the radio, and I'm sure it's just, it's probably going to be so incredible that people are going to have to listen to it a few times. No doubt. But, um, the the re- there, there's multiple reasons why we're we're broadcasting today, but one of the one of the main reasons is we've got a really big election coming up. Tomorrow, if depending on where you're catching this, that's going to have a lot of impact in our nation, and way beyond that, though. Like this is not a political show. We've said that a dozen and a half times. This is not a show on politics, but this this is a show about you and your relationships. And James, I, I got to tell you, man, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid. I mean, we saw what happened when Trump got elected, and what it did to friendships, and what it did to families, and what it did to just relationships in general. I think we're going to see so much craziness tomorrow and the next day and the next day that I want to really help people stay away from the fray. I, I want to keep these. I, I want to. I want to keep ourselves in check.
1: I want. I want to help people stay away from the fray, and I know we don't want to get overly political, but I also want people to understand that what is happening tomorrow has consequences. Yes, and it is not. This is not the time for you to jump on a bandwagon because of uh, of things that you see on social media or quick uh, campaign spots you you see or hear uh, as you're going around town listening to the radio, watching TV, the robocalls, going to your house at all hours. Make sure when you go to the polls tomorrow that you are truly an informed voter. Mm-hmm and you understand what it is that you're voting for. Regardless of how you feel about certain personalities and, and so forth, you need to look at the trend of what's been going on here the last couple of years and then make your own decision as to whether you feel those trends are genu- generally in your favor or or against it, and, and do you really want them to change? Um, and, and we're doing our show today a lot about understanding. And it's not just about understanding each other to stay under the fray of the BS that comes from all oh, this, yeah. uh, that comes from the, the friendships that are ruined, et cetera. But it's also the understanding to really make sure you know what it means when you're going to those polls tomorrow and casting that vote, because there's a lot
0: at stake. And what'll happen afterwards, if you're like most people, you're going to just be skimming through Facebook or having a conversation at work and somebody's going to say something and it's going to strike you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, man, I'm so glad that we didn't have to deal with that stuff for another two years, blah, blah, blah. Or someone's going to get pretty upset. Can you believe that that we as a society are stupid enough not to be able to vote? And you are not going to be able to avoid it. It's you, you, There's no way anybody listening to the show right now is going to be able to avoid a conversation or at least just seeing something that triggers you, yeah. Oh, you, the joke is about being triggered, right? You see that all right. the time. But I mean, we, we are, we. I, I was actually at the gym this morning and having a conversation. Well, somebody was trying to talk to me. While I was running. It was really difficult, but I, I hung in there with them anyway because I'm getting so fat, like I can't even breathe when I'm running on the treadmill. And we were talking about political ads. Okay. And for the most part, I ignore political ads. Like I, oh, I, know, me too. I I, I. I'm pretty firm in my beliefs already. They're not going to sway me, but the conversation I was having with this guy was, those political ads, and I didn't even really know them, I said, they're not meant for me and you. Those political ads are meant for everyone in the middle that is considered to be undecided. Yep. And we're in a society right now that that... That uh, category is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. So the war is even greater for that in the middle. So what that means statistically is as a human being, you're not going to really be able to go anywhere and look at anything and hear anything and talk about anything without politics coming up. And, they, you know, you know, the joke, you, three things you don't talk about, sex, politics and re- religion. religion. Sorry, I almost forgot the third there for a second. The yeah. first two threw me off. And um, so, how, how are we going to handle this differently? That's what we want to talk about on today's show. It's just we're, we're here to prep. We're we're preppers. We're, we're prepping you <laughs> yep. for what is the inevitable. Man, James, I've I've lost some friends since the last election, and I feel like I've been kind of quiet about my beliefs. And I still like just it just takes this one tiny little thing for someone to go, "Aha! You're a horrible person for thinking that." And I'm just in shock. And so. Maybe I shouldn't be worried about that. Maybe the friendship was fragile enough to begin with.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand friendships that are that fragile. I will say this. I've had some friends, especially on social media, that in the last couple of years, I have had to unfollow (laughs) on social media just because I can't stand the negativity. And I don't want to enter into a debate with them because I I value our friendship more than a debate that's not gonna change either of our minds. So I simply click the unfollow button and we can kind of go on with our our friendship and and not have to worry about uh not have to worry about getting into a political argument. Yeah. What amazes me is how so many people in our society judge others as people based on their political beliefs. Oh, yeah. it, it's kind of like the most illogical thing. If you ever been driving down the st- uh, highway or the street and somebody in front of you does some bonehead move with their car and right then We make a judgment about that person that we will never meet. Oh, he's an idiot or she's an idiot or, you know, they are a moron. They don't know what they're doing. And it it could have been you or me that just had a bad moment. Yeah. And Mm, I feel like it's, it's the same thing. With politics, when people identify with a certain political party, it can be any political party, or a conservative versus liberal belief, we immediately judge their entire life and character
0: based on that one thing. Every fabric as a human being is judged. Correct. Yep. And it's ridiculous. By, by one thing. We're going to talk about that because we, we, we did a whole show one time on... On judging other other people so fast, and we do it. And the question, <clears throat> the question that we're going to try to answer today, why is it so hard, sometimes impossible, to understand each other? Mm. Why, why is it so? Why is it so difficult for ninety nine percent of the people? And maybe I'm wrong about that. That if you were sitting there with a with someone and having a conversation about politics that were completely opposite of you, that. You couldn't have a reasonable conversation with that person.
1: And some people... Why can't that happen? Now, sometimes it can, just to be fair. It, right. it can happen sometimes. It often does not. To me, it is, it is... There is one factor that splits which way that goes. And it is whether the person takes other people's beliefs personally mm-hmm. or not. Um, I, I have a I have a cousin who is very much on the opposite. And let's just get out there. I'm I'm politically quite conservative, and she is quite liberal. Great. Twenty people just and, dropped off. Facebook yeah, know. they're gone. James, well, gosh. you know what? It's uh, <laughs> Sorry. we're gonna we call it what it is. Yes. Okay. So she's very liberal, and I have gotten into political discussions, let's call them before, with her, and she literally has started to cry. Um, just Yikes. not because I'm arguing with her, just at at hearing my beliefs on things. Yeah. Wow. And to me, by and large, when you speak with people about politics, whether you can have a reasonable conversation with them or not, revolves around whether they take your beliefs personally mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why anybody takes another's pers- uh, political beliefs personally. as like an
0: insult. That has got to be one of the deepest rabbit holes that – how many shows would we need to cover? Why people take other people's beliefs so personally? Um, maybe we'll talk about that part when we come back from the break. Let's do it. We we got to figure this thing out because the election's only twenty four hours away, and you're you're, you're going to lose all your family and friends. we yeah. gotta, we got to get on this. So don't lose. Uh, don't wait, folks. <laughs> I can't even talk. Here, I'm so excited. It. Don't go
1: away, folks. We'll be right Woo. back. You're listening to the Great People Show. <laughs>
0: So, folks, welcome to your post-election survival kit for your relationships, because, all oh, you know what's going to be breaking loose it, in the next 48 hours.
1: And by the way, it's the pre-election, post-election survival kit, yeah. depending on when you're listening to the show.
0: Yeah, we're getting you ready. Yeah. Or you're, you need to be ready right now, depending on when you listen to the show. Yeah. So we are asking the question, trying to get an answer here. Why is it so hard... Sometimes impossible to understand each other. So, uh, James, you know a lot of people. I know a lot of people. It's not due to a lack of intelligence. We're we're mostly smart people. Correct. I mean, there's plenty of people maybe that don't have the intelligence. But for the most part, what we're talking about has nothing to do with how smart you are.
1: Although people will turn it into that a lot of the time. Oh, good point. Good I, point. I agree with you. You're, I think point. you're 100% right. But that's another thing we make judgments on based on people's beliefs. Well, they're not a very intelligent person if they believe that. <laughs>
0: Almost leaning towards you're stupid for believing that. Yes. Which now you're d- getting into ignorance rather than intellect. But
1: Yeah, in my opinion, you, if, once you say that, you, by the way, you have immediately lost whatever <laughs> argument you are trying to undertake.
0: And even if you've just thought it, there's probably going to be enough coming out that you're going to be seen as someone that thinks that. Like your body language alone will show yes. stupidity. Yes. Um, and it's often not because people lack caring or empathy because if it's people that are really close to you that you've been friends with a while you care about those people but um, you still walk away going, I can't believe they believe that. I can't believe they think that. It just doesn't make sense to me why someone would would truly like you we we, we want to talk sense into people, but folks th- just using the frame well they're not or phrase they're not in reality is offensive because your reality is your reality is your reality.
1: That's right. But I think what you just said is that is an okay emotion for us to think, but not to say. Correct. For you to walk away from that conversation and go, my gosh, I don't know how the heck he or she could feel that way or, or think that way, That's that's okay. The difference is you've got to go into the conversation or into any conversation recognizing that... You're not always going to make sense as to how other people think, and other people aren't always going to make sense of how you think,
0: and that's that's okay. It doesn't have to divide us. Yeah, we uh, we we don't see ourselves nearly the same way that everyone else sees us. Right, like our view of ourselves is so skewed, and and I believe this is where most of it starts because you probably have a religious belief, you have a political belief, you have a moral belief, you have all these sets of beliefs and our view of the world is is so skewed compared to how the world sees us that it's really it's actually really easy for a lot of people not to understand each other. Yeah. It's 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 incredible like that is the path of least resistance. And if you look at all the problems, the big problems we have in the world, and and if the answer is, I just wish we could understand each other more, then we're always going to have these problems. Because there's always going to be a core fundamental misunderstanding of why we think certain things and why we believe certain things.
1: Okay, so help me out here. Why is it important that we truly try to understand an opposing point of view? Because I'll be honest with you, JJ, if if there's a political issue, let's just say— that uh, that that somebody who's on the other side of, of the aisle from me believes strongly in, mm-hmm. my mindset has always been, well, I'm not going to change their mind. They're not going to change mine. Exactly. Why do I
0: need to, to understand it better? Because understanding someone else is not something you do to them for you. It's something that you do for someone else. And I think that's the biggest problem we have is we think understanding someone is for our for our good. Understanding someone is actually for someone else's good because that means you get to show someone else that you're listening. You get to show them that you care about their opinion. You don't have to agree to anything. But the fact that you're just simply saying either out loud or to yourself, I understand.
1: Hmm. Or maybe
0: Maybe you, you get to the point where you absolutely can't understand, but at least you're trying. I think most people never try, James.
1: Yeah, and I guess that I guess yeah, absolutely, if if you can't come away with that conversation with a a real, you might understand why they think the way they do, but you don't. It's hard to even put into words, but it you is. still don't understand why. It's like I respect think,
0: you know, it. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I never have to understand it. And there's many things that I will not understand about why people believe what they believe. I mean, I I think I've done enough research as a person to really understand why most people believe it's because of their um, their childhood, their value structure, the environment they grew in, the culture they grew up. Like I get all that, I get all this influence that we get that ends up leading us right to why we believe what we believe. What what I tend to find troublesome is. Like my version of common sense doesn't show up within them at all, right, Therefore, I have to believe their version of common sense isn't showing up in me either. Like yeah. I have to take as much responsibility in that quote unquote ignorance of whatever is going on as anybody does because it's this well, I'm right and you're wrong. and yeah, I have trouble I have trouble just respecting someone else's beliefs because what if you truly feel in your heart that there's consequences, deep consequences to someone's belief structure. Right. Does that make you culpable if you don't at least try to get them to see something different? Talk them out of it? Get them to believe something different than their current reality? Like, where's that line at?
1: Well, it depends. I mean, and and that depends on your own moral and ethical structure. I mean, for me, if I'm having a conversation with someone about gun control and and, and this person believes that none of us should basically own any guns— I understand where they're coming from. They're against violence. They are, you know, they, they think if there are no guns that there won't be any crime. I think it's just the opposite. But I understand where they're coming from, despite the fact that I disagree with it. I think the other thing that comes into this whole thing we're talking about is ego. Mm. Ego plays in, to a large part, to somebody's ability to say, you know what, JJ, I understand why you feel this way obviously, I understand differently, you know, let's, we'll agree to disagree and and let's move on with our relationship where some people, I think, I I don't know, is it ego? What is it in them that is so strong that they can't let it be that they would say, well, JJ, you're, you're an idiot and I'm right and you're wrong and, and just, and just pound it into you.
0: I think, um, it, well, if you're getting emotional, if you're getting tied to the issue, like if, if there's something is – well, you mentioned like the crying thing. Was your cousin? Was yeah, right? my cousin. Like, you're, like if your cousin is crying, then now it's become more about you than the other person. Like that that emotion, if there's emotion about something to the point, especially if you're going to cry, then you're self-centered. I, I don't know if it's ego, but it's certainly self-centeredness. you
1: Did I was self-centered or she was?
0: that. Anybody is. Anybody okay. that exhibits emotion over not being able to understand why the other person's oh, thinking gotcha. something or feeling something, yeah. then that's self-centeredness. I mean, that, 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 that means you cannot get, to me, that is probably frustration. That, that is an emotion because wh- why else does it matter? Like, right. I, I mean, seriously, like I can't think of a reason why it would matter so much that somebody would um, cry over it, anything. Yeah. Yeah. just just be, over a political or religious I mean I, I James I've seen people um, have a faith in God and their mom or dad or brother or sister even their spouse doesn't so they go to any length to help them see that that belief to right. for them to have it to the point where they get so frustrated because it's so important to them is it how 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 is it more important to you than it is the other person like at what point does it just cross over like yeah. it's just all more important to you. Yeah. It's not, they're they're not, the other person is like not even in the equation anymore.
1: Yeah, it's true. And, and I guess the other place it comes from is there are some people who believe that everything is headed on such a, that any, on a given issue, something is headed towards such a terrible path that they are willing to, they're willing to incite violence. They're willing to incite things because they believe wholeheartedly that what is happening is so terrible. We've seen we have seen far right wing people uh, do it with with blowing up abortion clinics yeah. and, and murdering and murdering the doctors. We've seen it on, on the far left with people uh, the some of the anti Trump rallies and Antifa and all that getting violent with people just because they support President Trump or his policies, et cetera. And it's hard for me to get a grasp around understanding. You know, we're talking about understanding each other. About truly understanding yeah. those those people, and maybe there are some things that you just can't understand. We,
0: we know we know how emotions can cloud our reason. Yeah, um, and I've I've had those. I, I'm not I'm not immune to those emotions. Like mm-hmm. I'm James, probably well in the last couple months, certainly in the last couple days, I haven't been able to scroll through Facebook without going, "Are you serious?" Oh yeah, and then you start to reply, and you're like, oh, "What am I doing?" And then you just get rid of it. Because there was an emotional trigger there that just sent me into a fighting mode. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Like there's no, it it, there's it's 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 like a it's like a um it's like a maze. There's no way there's nowhere to get out. Yeah. Once you get into that, there's nowhere to get out. You'd have to turn around. Um. So we're talking about today. How do we, how do we get to the point where we understand other people? We're not even talking about how do we get people to understand us. That's a whole other show. Yeah, like we're just talking about trying to get through the clouds of emotion, the, the the walls that we put up and maybe other people put up in front of us to help understand where other people are coming from. And we're we're talking about the context of the election because it's such a lightning rod. I mean, I want I'm you know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I think I'm going to put out a post that says, "I'm voting Republican." Or no, for those of you voting Republican, tell me why. And then after that, I'm going to do another post, like immediately after that. Those of you voting re- Democrat, tell me why. Ugh. Just, just to watch what we're talking about take place. I mean, and is you that, know, is that bad? well i
1: wouldn't do it i 'll say that, but more power to you. I mean, because you know exactly what's going to happen you will have you will have then friends comment to why they're voting Republican, and then your Democrat friends are going to come and rebut a lot of those comments, and there's going to be some insulting things said, and then the same thing will happen uh, on the Democrat question you You just end up inciting you end up inciting people to not understand each other.
0: I want to understand the science behind why we cannot just let things go. And, and, and if you can't do that, you're never going to be able to understand somebody. Like we're, we're like so far, I think, ahead of where everything is landing right now. It's just, it's complete mayhem. So uh, we're talking about today, how do you understand other people, especially in this high tense election season? Don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show. We'll be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Can't we all just get along, especially during election season? No, we cannot. Well, folks, you're here for your post-election, maybe pre-election survival kit for your relationships because it's going to get wild and crazy out there. My first piece of advice is just to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, Just to stay quiet.
1: That's probably best. And that means keeping your mouth shut in, in two ways. First of all, don't start a fight. And second of all, try not to engage in a fight. Because you know what? You're not going to change anybody's mind. Nope. And it can happen. Now, if somebody were to ask you, hey, what do you think? I'm torn on how to vote. Well, then, by all means, express your opinion. I've never been asked that. Oh, me neither. I don't yeah. know that that really exists that like exist? a unicorn. But, probably. But <laughs> I but I think uh unicorn. But the thing is, it's the whole joke with all these crazy social media arguments. I mean, how many how many people's mind has ever been changed based on a uh, on a Facebook?
0: Post? Have you seen that meme that's been going around? It said, "Life is life is too short to so go to Facebook and start an argument yeah. to change someone's <laughs> mind." Exactly. I mean, that's essentially what we're talking about here. It's a, yeah. Um, and if you are if you are going to, and some James, a lot of these aren't avoidable. Like you get into a conversation with someone at work or at home. I mean, anywhere. Like. Social media, you should just turn it off. But there's going to be lots of situations. Let's take this a little outside the election. All right. Um, Whether it's someone's political beliefs or not, there's someone at work right now, an hour ago or in the next 15 minutes, that you're going to walk away from a conversation and you're going to either say to yourself or out loud, I just cannot figure that person out. I cannot understand why they think that, why they do that. It's probably something that many of you say a dozen or two times a day. Right. Right. So you can't avoid that, but for so much, but no. for so long. If you're in a marriage and you regularly say to yourself, I cannot understand why they do that, at some point this is probably going to come to a head and we're going to have to have a conversation about this. Um, The number one thing, whether it's that, at work, election, wherever it is, if something matters enough to you in your life that you really need to understand why someone thinks a certain way, says something, believes something, whatever, just ask them a simple question. Can you help me understand why you think that, why you believe that? Or maybe just leave the first part out. So why do you believe that?
1: Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it's valuable to your relationship to be able to, as you were saying earlier, JJ, to be able to let them know that you at least understand. Because again, what a lot of listeners are thinking right now when they hear you say that is, well, JJ, I just, I'm not going to change my mind. Why the heck should I ask them those questions? Again, it's about them, not you.
0: Well, you, you have to, you have to be, you have to care enough to want to go do this. I, what i said at the top of the show that um we probably most of the time don't really care to understand no. other people
1: nope we don't we absolutely
0: don't and if and if you don't and if you don't care none of this is going anywhere mm-hmm. you're you're going to be in response mode you're going to be in fight mode you're going to be i'm right and you're wrong mode you're going to get into ego self-centeredness mode so maybe actually that's the first step in this entire process is what do we what do we what do we do after we care? Because if you don't care, folks, you just gotta leave it alone. And you I think you need to ask yourself, does it really matter? Like does the political stuff matter?
1: How do you mean does it matter?
0: Oh, going, going back to my comment earlier about the Facebook post, I'm I'm sitting here responding, most likely to a person I don't know very well about a topic that in the scheme of things it doesn't even, you know, their political beliefs, it really doesn't matter to me. And why would I bother? It's, it's
1: to serve your own ego, brother. Why would
0: I care? It's to serve your own ego. And, and there is definitely a feeling of, uh, release. Hmm. You start to type these things out. Yep. And there's a, uh, there's a story about Abraham Lincoln. I think it was general Meade in the civil war that, um, he, uh, Meade did something to screw up the war, you know, in in battle. And um, um, Abraham Lincoln wrote this letter to Meade saying that you're incompetent. I can't believe you did that. You're supposed to be a general, blah, 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 blah. And um, the rest of the story is they actually, um, they actually found that letter. In Lincoln's memoirs, wow, he never sent the letter, hmm. so you can only guess that Abraham Lincoln wrote that letter and read it afterwards, and realized, you know what? Maybe I can't understand what he's going through right now. Maybe I'm not. It's because I'm not on that battlefield, listening to dying men scream, the smells, the the everything. So yeah you know, obviously that was before email. I
1: was gonna say maybe it was because he thought, gosh, it's going to take three weeks for him to get this letter. <laughs> so what's the point but no and but that's but that's great advice with emails. this is another thing we hear, and the same should be true for social media uh, or any sort of texting. If you are writing something that you know is going to stir emotions of any sort, write it and then don't send it. Sit on it yeah. for an hour. Come back an hour, reread what you wrote, and think, really, do I need to send this? I guarantee you, eight out of 10 times, maybe nine out of 10 times, you're not going to send it.
0: I know I know many people that uh, use that as a coping technique. Yeah. And, and when they get frustrated, is they sit there and they type that email up and they, they purposely put it in their draft folder. And then we'll look at it. Sometimes it just takes five. Sometimes you can immediately read it again, right? And go, okay, you know what? I probably should yeah, send that, right? Idea. And these are all reflective actions towards something that is self-centered mm-hmm. because uh, we're emotional over something. We've reacted harshly to something. You know, whatever whatever that emotion is that's driving driving you is is a negative emotion. And that's going to be the same emotions that you're going to encounter people all this week about this election that you maybe have already encountered. Like, mm-hmm. James, I've seen I've seen some people like just friends just use social media as like a war zone. Like oh, they yeah. Just put stuff out there. And I have to believe at this point no one's paying attention anymore that doesn't believe what they believe. Like right. they've already been eliminated from the feed.
1: Correct. I mean, there is no point in it other than, again, it just, uh, to me, it goes back to ego, to serving people's ego that, you know, I can't let him get the last word in. I'm going to get the last word in. And obviously, the other person thinks the same thing. And it, it just goes back and forth. And before you know it, relationships are ruined. And is it really worth ruining a friendship, a family relationship, potentially a marriage, because that has certainly happened uh, over a over difference in belief on oh, yeah. on
0: politics. It, it's not worth it, folks. And one thing we haven't talked about, James, is these, these um, relationships, we have maybe a spousal relationship, mother, father, son or daughter, whatever – is and you know, I mean, some of these relationships you can't help. I mean, if it's your mom, it's your mom, if it's your son, it's your son, but right. if it's our friends, sometimes their belief systems change over time yes. and you you have to deal with that and and I think that's even harder for us to understand truly what someone else is believing if they've shifted right and 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 if you've been in a long term, work relationship with someone and then someone changes. It's, you know, they're different. I I can't understand, but we don't take the time to, to figure that out. Like I would want to know, you know, used to be this way and now it's this way. What changed? Mm -hmm. But what do we do is we use this passive aggressive thing where we don't like the new person or we don't like your beliefs. So we get sarcastic with them or we take pot shots or just, just, I mean, everyone reacts a little differently, but in the, in any of the case, we inappropriate it, we react inappropriately, correct to those those yep. kind of situations. Yep,
1: and it happens it happens all the time, and it's regrettable. And most of the time, afterwards, like you will sit back and the next day, and you'll I mean, I've had this happen. I've looked back at what I, I put on
0: Facebook, and I thought, my gosh, that was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. And
1: <laughs> yeah. but but by that time, I mean, the damage has been done.
0: Yeah, uh, Matt just said on Facebook Live, I've written hateful emails to a person and never sent them. I was someone who was disrespectful towards my marriage. It helps to write it and not send it. Mm. I mean, it's it 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 actually gets us to reflect upon our own character. Oh, it does because I was almost going to do this show on character because we're in the election season, right? And helping us understand what we're voting for, kind of what you said at the top of the show why voting matters and things like that. But this goes so much further than that folks. It goes so much uh, f- so much deeper than that because you're surround you you're probably never going to meet these political candidates and and most of them aren't going to do things that really impact your life too much. I mean, collectively, yes, they're going it, it adds up. I mean, it changes economies and things of that nature, but nothing like going home and talking to your spouse about it, or your your mom or your dad i mean me me and my mom have very different political beliefs, and um i, I just won't I just won't let it go but a certain distance because mm-hmm. there's nothing there the way I look at it is we're just going to cancel each other's vote out, so we'll just leave it okay. we'll just leave it on the table
1: and i like I like to send uh, texts joking with friends that uh, hey i'm heading to the poll i'm going to cancel your vote, and
0: uh no that's <laughs> That's always a lot of fun. You yeah, get different... how many friends can you actually cancel votes though? I mean, there's only so many people. That, I know. I, mean... I, I
1: pretend like each person I say that to is the only one. <laughs> but uh, you're funny. Well, we're going to finish this up though in just a few minutes with a few other things that you can do to better build understanding. So don't go away. You're listening to the Great People Show.
0: So how how do we how do we survive the election? whenever we are surrounded by people that do not believe what we what we believe and we say either to ourselves or out loud, I just do not understand them. And of course, this is gonna go way past the election. So the context here is either someone that you are in relationship with that you do not have the same belief with or anybody you come across that matters in your life. I'd say if they don't matter, then you just need to keep walking. Right. Um, and I was thinking about this actually this morning is, you need to listen past the point of it being uncomfortable. And if you're the kind of person, well, I think we're all this kind of person. It depends on where the threshold is. But if you're the kind of person where you have to interrupt and kind of come back and respond right? and they're not done communicating or, or, or whatever, that means you felt too uncomfortable to be quiet. And if you really want to truly try and understand someone, you have to listen into that uncomfortable feeling. Almost to the point where bugs are crawling on your skin because you have to say something. And there's a 99% chance that if you do... You're, you're moving past understanding, and you're now into the mode of trying to get people to see something from your perspective, or you're trying to, t- you're trying to convince somebody of something, or you're going to end up, whether you say it or not, you're sending the signal, you're wrong and I'm right. So you have to listen beyond the point, like really far beyond the point of it being uncomfortable. That's interesting. I, I have probably never
1: done that except in situations where I've, I've absolutely had to. I don't think I've ever voluntarily done that before.
0: It's maybe biting your tongue and then keep biting it so hard that you're in extremely pain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know, do you do you will you eventually get to the point that it's past the point of being uncomfortable?
0: I think this is part of a, a habit forming relational skill. Hmm. Um I know some folks that can't listen to save their life, right, and then I also know some folks that have an extremely deep threshold of listening. At most of the point we're like, Okay, I'm done talking now, so you can respond anytime you want, but hmm. m- most of us, I think we open up our mouth too quick because we're thinking about ourselves.
1: yeah, no, I think I think that's uh, I think that's good stuff. This other one, don't rebut or convince, man, that one's tough
0: if if your words, if the intention of your words is to win someone over, you've probably already lost. At least you've lost the understanding battle. Mm -hmm. Because they're not going to help you understand them. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? They're going to try to win as much as you want to win right now.
1: So don't rebut or convince, but you can still explain. You can still explain why, right? Isn't that rebuttal? No. Can or can't be. I mean— because they're they're if you're having this conversation, they're certainly at the very least explaining themselves to you. If not, they're trying to rebut or convince.
0: Isn't it okay to leave a conversation, letting someone explain their beliefs, explain why they think something or did something, and then and and, and, and the motive here is to try to understand them and then not say anything, just to be like, okay, thanks for sharing that. Like is isn't that, isn't that actually the best policy here? Just to literally walk away after they explain that, because I don't know that most people can handle responding. James
1: probably is the best way to do it, but I would say ninety plus percent of all people are incapable of it.
0: I, I have tried it, and it's and it's hard, but it, to me, is being ultimately others-focused. Yeah. Because if if you really, truly, and we've said multiple times on the show, if you don't want to understand someone, just stop listening to the show. It's, there's nothing here that's going to help you.
1: So here's the other challenge with this that I need some help on. I love to argue. <laughs> I love to argue. It's one of the reasons uh-huh. that I like being on this show. I love it on the occasion that you and I disagree. I love to argue. The thing is that when people argue with me, especially about the things we're talking about on the show today, whether it's you know politics, religion, it doesn't matter. I don't take any of it personally. It, never, it could never cause me to decide that I don't like that person, you know, unless... They were doing something just horrific, but yeah. just on somebody's belief, and I think you're the same way, and so so that's the. What if you just plain like to argue? I mean, I can't help yeah, myself no. sometimes.
0: Well, that's part of the emotional side of this, right? But,
1: well, yeah, but it's it's fun to argue, JJ. The difference is when the person who you're <laughs> arguing with can't walk away from that argument without feeling personally attacked, that's where I think the biggest problems come into play.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. I, I there's something stimulating. We it was back to the email and the writing letter thing that we talked about. That's that actually brings us a level of satisfaction. Right. To get that out.
1: I mean it's 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 going back to that Facebook post. You know, you see a post that says somebody says, I think you should vote for this candidate, and then you rebut them. You write you again, you're me or you, I like to argue. I disagree that we should support this candidate instead. And then what happens? The next thing you hear from them is, well, you're a terrible person. I feel bad for your children.
0: <laughs> Whoa,
1: wait a minute. I thought we were just having a, a friendly argument.
0: Yeah, let's do a show on stupidity. But
1: that, <laughs> in in everything we're talking about today, though, that's where everything turns around. The moment somebody turns it into something personal.
0: Yeah, boy, oh boy. Well, it's part of our responsibility, I think, not to let it get that far. Yeah. Um, part of the, I guess, litmus test, if you want to call it that, is mm-hmm. when you're trying to understand somebody, if if they've walked away without really understanding how you feel about something, maybe right. you did a pretty good job of just understanding them. Maybe so. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be afraid if someone asked me the question back. So what do you think? That, that that happens in business like all the time sure if someone puts their opinion out there and um you have you have two options here right you can I, and I've seen this someone says you're wrong because x, y, and z hmm. that's option one option two is tell me more about that why do you why do you like that why do you feel that way? And it's literally like playing ping pong or tennis with someone. As soon as they lob it, you just lob it right back. And I think what we want to do is we always want to take it and own it Hmm. and say, well, let me show you because we feel like there's this right that we need to get out there or not a right, but a a point that we want to get out there. The only point really when these things occur is people need to be heard. Right. That's really it. That's That's the only point here. Is that people need to be heard? Whether it's, and um, you know, I do I do negotiation work with with clients, and the first thing we talk about right out of the gate is this is not about right and wrong and winning and losing. That's not negotiation. There's nothing about that. Negotiation is about how do we create something so that we can both have more of something here. We can both get what you're in that business. I mean, you see that. All the time, I, you, I, can I can I guess and say that you probably see more of a winner take all mentality than you than you wish you would. You know, in what
1: I do, not so much. You know, because I'm not. I, I think in some things, some types of sales, that is kind of the way it works. Yeah. when you're dealing in seven figure business transactions, it tends to stay. Now, sometimes it goes that way, but it tends to stay a little bit more civil. Okay. Um, It's it's a little bit of a different world, but I mean, I see that I see that with all sorts of other types of negotiations. I mean, somebody puts again it goes back to social media. Somebody puts a lawnmower for sale on Facebook and says, you know, one hundred dollars or best offer. Somebody offers them fifty bucks and they call them an idiot. (laughs) You know, I mean, we we see it all the time. Yeah,
0: Um, and I think a big part of this whole understanding thing is let let's say you followed everything we've given you on the show so far. You've asked good questions. You've really checked yourself at the gate. And you said, Yeah, you know, I I I do want to understand where this person's coming from. Yeah. You're trying to pull your ego out of it. You're you're being a good listener. And and just because you still can't understand something doesn't mean that you have to accept it. I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They they that you feel like, well, I don't want to try to understand something because they'll think that I agree with them. I see that all the time, James. I see that also as like, well, I don't want to give them any appreciation because then they'll think they're always doing a good job. Guilty.
1: <laughs> I can tell you that, that I my mind has gone there many times. Yeah. I think
0: it's natural for our mind to go that. Yeah. Me me too. Yep. Like it's really tough for me to give people appreciation whenever they've messed a lot of things up. Mm-hmm. But it's the same the same thing applies here with understanding. Just because you take the time and effort. To listen and understand doesn't mean you're walking over to their side and you now agree with what they say. This just means that you're more – in fact, I think that makes you a mature person. And I think that makes you an even stronger person to be able to really stop and listen to someone and check out their beliefs. Because, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm genuine, genuinely curious, depending on who it is and what they said and where they're coming from. Right. And um, oftentimes, if you really do feel passionate about changing someone's uh, mind or beliefs, there's not a better way to do it than to understand them first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's, a great, and that's a great point. So understanding them now can help you with other things later.
0: How many times in business have we seen, whether it's in sales, leadership, wherever it is, that you take an approach towards something and it just, not, and nothing works. It's because it was your approach. It was your point of view. It was what you thought was right. When you can stop and, and literally almost just take a temperature of what's going on here, it's like, well, let, let me find out more about what they're thinking. Let, let's take some time to really evaluate what what's in their head right now or what their point of view is. You learn so much, not necessarily about the issue, but you learn so much about the person on where they're coming from, and James, I got to tell you, man, when I personally have taken a lot of time to figure things out about why a person's doing it, man, I t- I'd say almost every single time I totally understand at that point. It's like, well, wow. that, make, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like if, I mean, some sometimes folks, this stuff is deep and thick. Like they were abused when they were younger, mm. or whatever. It's like, oh, and then I, I I think I think just to bring this whole thing full circle, I think. I believe, I believe that when you get to a point where you could say to yourself, you know what, I would probably feel that way, too. Mm -hmm. I would probably believe that, too, if I were you. That's ultimate empathy right there. I mean, it's truly seeing it from their point of view, and you could actually feel some of those feelings that they possess. And what happens, we're talking about understanding today, but what starts to go away is judgment.
1: Yeah, and that's huge. When you can get get there— if if this is a, a a challenge that you have in your life, and you can get you can get past the judgment, because that's what that's what so much of this comes back to. Again, it's taking things personally. It's judging them as people because of just one aspect yeah. of of their life. I mean, if if you voted for Donald Trump, and and you have a friend who decides they're going to despise people. Who voted for Donald Trump? Well, the fact that you voted for Donald Trump doesn't identify you as a
0: person. It yeah.
1: identifies one specific belief that you have.
0: And my, my heart goes out to that person. I just I, I could do nothing but love them because that they must be fighting some something so deep inside yeah. that this just happens to be the one way it comes out. So, folks, we're, we're upon election season. Um, use our survival kit that we survived, that, that we shared with you today to help maneuver some of these these relationships, whether it's at work or home or wherever. Um, thanks for being with us today. You can catch all of our shows at greatpeopleshow.com. We're here every Thursday morning, usually live at 9.06, but, uh, you know, get out the vote.
1: That's right. Do it. We'll see you next time. Have, Have a, a good day. day. Great one.
0: See ya. Oh, I want something just like this. You Thanks for joining us. Tune in to the Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Some superhero, some very terrible place, just something I can turn to, somebody I can kill.